go home. Go home. Go home. Welcome to episode 80 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Padour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakar. Brian, Hello. how are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, I just realized, coincidentally, to uh, last night uh-huh. was the 80th birthday of uh, Bruno San Martino, and this is the 80th episode. <laughs> so we dedicate this... Happy ep- 80th birthday and 80th episode. Cheers. Cheers. Bruno San Martino, you did it. Mm-hmm. And Brian said, wow, he looks great for 80. Yeah, when you work out every day of your life, you probably look great at 80. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, you also have, like, uh, you know, Ric Flair. That's true. <laughs> uh, that is a good, that is a nice, on the other side, like, the other side of the coin there. <laughs> who, who looks like he's, like, 97. And knocking on heaven's door. Hopefully not. How is he still alive? That's what I want to know. The people who party the hardest, man, they live the longest. Yeah, look at Keith Richards. And then conversely, look at James Dean. Never partied a day in his life. <laughs> yeah. But he bit that bullet. He bit that bullet. How did James Dean die? Was it a car accident? I, I, I feel like it wasn't, but I feel like it's one of those things where people just go, yeah, it was a car accident. Because he's so associated with cars. But I don't know. Hey, Siri, how did James Dean die? Let's find out. Let me have a look. Yeah. The answer is traffic collision. Traffic collision. Damn. He collided with traffic. That's bad. Me too. I collide with traffic all the time. All the time. But typically... I don't hit anybody, but no. I, like, my life collides with Right, it, so. yeah. And this is what it's like when James Dean collides with traffic. Now he's dead. And now he is a... Fuck. God damn it. I had it. I was going for it. I almost said hero, but he's not a hero. No. He's no. the anti-hero. He's the he's the he's the anti-hero. Mm-hmm. You he's have to def- be you have to be careful around James Dean. Yep, because he's a rebel without a cause. And I'm back. That's uh, Kid Rock. Yep. Chumbawamba. Wait, Ba with the Ba. Chumbawamba. What's your favorite Kid Rock song? <laughs> Chumbawamba. Hell yeah! Hey guys, welcome to uh, welcome to episode eighty of the Go Home Show, the most intenso podcast. The most intenso wrestling podcast. Here's how intenso it gets. Listen, you're saying it's so calmo normally. Mm. It's not calmo right now. It's intenso. You want to know how intenso it gets? So intenso that Brian has a scoop for you. Oh, shit. Guys, shut, literally, shut the fuck up right now. Like, like, listen, shut your mouth. Shut your fucking mouth. Hey, shut your fucking mouth. Brian. Yes. You got a scoop for these motherfuckers? I got, I got a scoop for you. You got a scoop for these motherfuckers got, right now? I got a scoop for you like crazy. You got a scoop right now for these motherfuckers Listen, right check now? check it out. Dolph Ziggler okay. can't have cheese. Guys, that is a... We are professional wrestling journalists. And here's the thing. You don't get scoops like that everywhere. Nope. You don't get scoops like that. Nope. No. You cannot... Dolph Ziggler can't have cheese. No. Look at that. He's got to have that gross-ass tofu cheese that doesn't melt. Ain't even nobody know that. He takes a little... He takes a little pill. Yeah. And then he has... Then he can eat pizza. Yeah. Then he has Ziggy shits. If he, if he tries to, it's bad. <laughs> you guys having Ziggy shits right now? A Dolph Digger. Oh, God. <laughs> He's having... You guys having Ziggy shits right now? That's not good. That's bad. Don't have, no, don't, don't have no Ziggy shits. Uh-uh. They're kind of like, uh, they, they like explode out of your ass really oh, hard. Oh, wow. But You're they're really weak. Descriptive. Very descriptive. Yep. Um, want to give a shout out to a good brother, Eric Reed. Uh, it's E.R. Creed on Twitter. Awesome. Good name. I think he's in the chat. Uh, E-R-C-R-D. Eric Creed. Uh, said, Smackdown tonight. Let's do this. I apologize in advance for my shitty handwriting. He brought, he brought two signs. If you go to the Go Home Show on Twitter, at Go Home Show, you can see these signs. One says, bring back Dog Ziggler. The other one, Yucca Pucka Big Show. Thank you. Here's the thing. Bring back Dog Ziggler, probably not getting on the show. 
Yucca Pucka Big Show, if Big Show's on SmackDown, which he will be, probably getting on the show. It's a sign that says Big Show. And it's kind of like bad. Yeah. So, I hope that you guys see those signs on SmackDown. Oh, me too. If you feel like watching SmackDown. I feel like SmackDown with Kevin Owens as the Intercontinental Champion might be worth watching. I think so too, because the, the episode of SmackDown I watched about two or three weeks ago was really entertaining, and the one memorable part of it was, I mean, on a whole it was a lot of just fun wrestling, mm-hmm. less promos, more wrestling, yeah. which is all I ever want. Mm-hmm. It was it was the have it was having Kevin Owens there. I think that you're gonna. I think you'll get cool matches with people that you wouldn't expect him to have cool matches with, mm-hmm. because on Raw he has to beat down Sin Cara in three minutes. Yeah, but on SmackDown he can wrestle twelve minutes with Kalisto. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, like I I feel like that's maybe the purpose of SmackDown. I guess. I guess it's the it's a it's like a blind purpose or like a not not even a blind purpose. It's just sight unseen. Mm-hmm. It, there's no reason to tune into SmackDown because it, like we always say, it has no bearing, it has no weight. Right. But if you want to watch good wrestling and that's what you feel like doing, uh huh. So it, it, it's like, it's like doing like waking up and doing push-ups. Like you don't have to do them, but they make you feel better because you're like, oh, now I got like a little bit of muscles going on, and like you feel like, yeah, all right, I'm, I started this day off right, but you don't have to do it. Right. Because, like, it doesn't really do that much for you. No. But it... I mean, if you like wrestling, that's where you're going to watch WWE allow people to wrestle. Yeah, but even still, like, it might as well be it might as well be main event. Yeah. You know? Main event, honestly, I, I miss having main event on WWE Network uh, mm-hmm. every Tuesday because it was so much fun to put that on and see, like, two solid wrestling matches with, like, people I wanted to see. Yeah. And, uh, and that's kind of, it's like, that to me is like how NXT should be if it doesn't want to be a developmental brand, mm-hmm. which it keeps going back and forth about. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's what I'd like to see happen. But, okay. you know, I mean, we all want, we all want WWE to be what it used to be, uh, or at least just entertaining. Right. <laughs> which, which it was not on Raw. No. Which we'll get to. God. I, I hate, I hate coming into this show and just having so much shit to talk about. Me and Brian both sat down and we, we cracked a beer because that's what we do. Uh, cheers. Cheers. Uh, and, uh, we both resigned that, uh, man, we're in bad moods tonight. Yeah. Just not in, of not in very good moods. Um, but that's Okay. Because we're going to try to stay positive until we get to Raw. I honestly don't even have a lot of positive things to say no. on, of NXT. Like, Oh, no. NXT this week was not. I guess it was okay. It was just kind of like, uh, I just don't have a lot of positivity in wrestling right now. The only thing that I do have to say positive in wrestling right now is the programming available on the WWE Network. And this is going to sound like a yeah. fucking paid advertisement. Mm-hmm. The programming right now on WWE Network is so oh, it's stellar. Awesome. Oh, it's so much fun. It's I just finished watching NXT 24 or 24 NXT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. Have you seen it yet? I have not had time. Uh, if you are an adult man who doesn't want people to see them crying at wrestling because it's it. that emotional. I knew it. Don't watch this with people. God damn it. It It is like, I'm sitting there, by, I got off of work and I'm like, oh, I got about two hours to kill before Eric gets off and you know what? If I don't watch this now, I don't know when I'm going to watch it. Put it on and I'm just sitting there going, I don't, God. <laughs> the, and it's all the divas. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great to see divas and Kevin Owens mm-hmm. and, uh, and Balor, but mostly the divas. Mm-hmm. The women's wrestling at NXT is so, I want the people... To succeed. To succeed. I like, I wanted to like, when I was watching it, just tweet and like message and like get into contact with all of the girls and be like, I don't know who you are. I'm so proud of you for doing this. Mm -hmm. They, this is all they ever wanted. Mm -hmm. They worked so hard to get there. They were told, uh, wrestle like normal divas, cat fight, pull hair, do all this shit. No, we don't, we want to be like competitors. We want to be as good as anybody else. And like... When you see that, like, every one of them is so passionate about wanting to be there, you're just like, damn, man, why can't you use this Mm -hmm. on WWE TV? 
NXT, the one thing that it does is it plays to your emotions. Yep. Name one emotion you pulled from WWE programming that isn't NXT in the last six months aside from disappointment, anger, and frustration. Lust. To who? Gluttony. Those are sins. Yeah. I only pull sins. Yep. Like, is a, I'm very sinful when I watch professional wrestling. Well, while NXT might be, you know, a developmental brand, when when it comes down to it, their programming can be so, so gripping because it's emotionally invested. Uh-huh. Whether it's Kevin Owens coming out and being like, five years ago I was up there watching this wrestling, mm-hmm. you know, and now I'm main eventing a WWE event. I remember seeing that live and I got chills just like I kind of did now having him tell you the story about it beforehand showing footage of his kid being like oh yeah hey maybe one day I'll get to wrestle John Cena's son because John Cena is really his son's favorite wrestler Mm -hmm. and then seeing that footage of his son losing his shit because he's his dad is about to wrestle John Cena (laughs) that's so cool like fuck and then seeing Bailey reading her every like she she wrote poems about what, like, oh, in school you have to write all these poems yeah. in, like, 7th grade and 8th grade. All of her poems are about being a WWE superstar. Yep. Like, this is what I want from this generation of WWE people. Like, that's what I used to love about John Cena. Right. That's what I used to love about, you know, The Rock and, like, Triple H back in the Attitude Era. You knew they wanted to just be there and be the best they could. Mm-hmm. What, what does the, like... What does the main roster have that is anywhere near that emotionally gripping? Yeah, I guess I guess it's just a matter of the creative and the writing. And, I mean, the agents who book the matches and, like, knowing how to play to everything. And then there's also the actual performers who are doing it. I mean, to uh, Sasha Banks is incredible. Absolutely incredible. I think that Bailey is really underrated. As a wrestler, not just as, like, a performer. As a wrestler. Like a, wave my arms, I love kids, hugs, whatever. She's an awesome wrestler. She's really good. Uh, I think that it's just NXT is the right thing in the right place at the right time to be a breath of fresh air for something that is, I mean, really slowly, like, losing its audience, WWE, uh, like, okay, ratings are a low. Okay, well, I mean, you have football and all that stuff. It's like, yeah, but when you look back in, like, the last decade even, ratings have been lower. And then you go back 20 years, and it's, like, not even close. So it's interesting to see uh, where it's at, where it could be going, things like that. So I I don't know. It's, um, I'm excited to watch the 24 thing. Uh, but I'm also excited to watch Proving Ground when that debuts also. Oh, I'm so excited. Yep. Uh, Breaking Ground. Breaking Ground, yeah. I, I'm so excited for that. I'm really excited for, if you guys haven't checked out the Table for Threes. Oh, Table three for Threes is great. I, uh, the Intercontinental title one is awesome. Did you watch that yet? I that's I almost watched that, but I, I wanted to watch this, uh, this NXT one because mm-hmm. I just... Uh, I felt like that was a bigger priority for me. Smart. No, it's good. I'm uh, glad. I'm glad that you did because I'm really excited for it now. I I also really want to watch uh, JBL Legends or whatever it's called. I watched that with Eric Bischoff. Yeah, it's it's good. Is it it's good? yeah. It's it's them sitting down. I mean, there, there's not like a ton to it, but like he gives you another side of the story at some points, and you go, oh yeah, I never really, I never really considered that. Hmm. I never looked at it that way. Then you're like, oh okay, cool. You know, it kind of reeks of uh, of of maybe a guy who's. Playing the other side, but that's fine. That's yeah, Eric whatever. Bischoff. Yeah, I mean, who, who cares? For me, I just I feel he's, like he's in his nice house in Montana where he owns horses and stuff, and that's what he does. That's good. Yeah, I I just also really enjoy JBL. He has, he is so insightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, that's the one thing I have to say. That's the one positive that I can draw from anything in WWE right now is JBL. Good. JBL is one of the best shining beacons in that brand. Yeah, that is just. He is insightful. Uh-huh. He brings a lot of history. Uh-huh. He calls moves. Mm-hmm. Like, we were talking about the um, uh, Live from MSG. Yeah. Where he was just... He basically, it's supposed to be... He he uh, was supposed to be color, but he was leading. He was leading the show, and that's fine. Yeah. But I think maybe it might be time to have him be the lead and, you know... 
I don't want to say Michael Cole needs to step aside, but I think you need to just give him more time to just be the analyst. Yeah, I think I think him being more of the like JVL is like a bigger role in like a color guy is is nice. If you watch football and you listen to the commentary, you have Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts. Mm-hmm. Ian Eagle is the straight man. He's calling the action, and then during the replay or whatever, like the play ends. It, um, Dan Fouts is immediately there going like, well, if you look here, you can see where like the pocket started closing in at the top here and all this. He's analyzing it. Mm-hmm. And that's what you don't have enough of. You don't have, an- you don't have analysis. You just have, look at this move. Hey, what do you think about John Cena coming out later tonight? Yeah. It's, it's that kind of thing. And it's like, that's not really, the, I, I get that you have to like further a story, but that's like the, not, not the kind of analysis that, um, Yeah. I would rather them call the stuff in the ring than go, where's Poochie? What's Poochie doing? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of it's where's Poochie. Yep. Um, speaking of Poochie, let's get to Poochie's pet project, NXT. <laughs> uh, this is the take home the the TakeOver Respect to Go Home show, apparently. Yeah. TakeOver Respect is uh, tonight. tonight. Tonight is the night for TakeOver Respect. So, I really, I legitimately didn't know. So excited for this. Did not know. Enzo and Cass against Balor and Joe. Balor gets a new music intro, a new Tron, and a new jacket, and he looks like a real rock and roller. And this is the Balor that I want. Yep, perfect. He looks like he looks like a dick. <laughs> I fucking love it. He's awesome, dude. He really, he really looks like an ass. Like it, like he just looks like a like a fucking douchey dude. And that is what I want out of Balor. But that's me. That That's what I like in that guy. Yeah. Because in New Japan, that's what he was. When yeah. he started Bullet Club and everything, he would come out, he had his light-up jacket and everything, and he would go to the ring sitting on Bad Luck Fale's shoulders and just keep doing fucking Bullet Club guns and shit. That's awesome. Awesome. It was fucking great. And now it looks like he's doing that in WWE, which I think means he's getting called up really soon. Yeah. I mean, there's no way, especially after you watch NXT... Uh, to- like 24 NXT, mm-hmm. there's no way that a guy like him isn't going to be on the main roster within, I hope, two months, if not sooner. Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe Survivor Series that's or something what, you see him, but like, say. but even still, I, I don't really... Survivor Series doesn't mean shit, so who knows? No. Um, the match starts. Cass and Joe uh, battle, and they go to the outside. Then Enzo dives and Balor dives, and I thought that was a really cool spot. Yeah. I really liked it. Um, it's about all that I liked in this match. We go to commercial, we come back, Enzo hits a DDT on Balor, there's a hot tag to Cass, hits a boss man slam on Joe, which looked great, because mm-hmm. all the momentum Joe has, he like spun like four fucking times. Uh, Enzo and Cass hit the rocket launcher, or the Air Enzo, or whatever the fuck they call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe catches, he like, he eats the impact of it, and then rolls through, and hits a muscle buster, Balor tags in, uh, kicks Cass, and hits the coup de gras. What did you think? Uh, I thought that this match had the weirdest pacing, which I then found out why. Half the match was, like, cut out. <laughs> yeah. I thought we... This is what happens. You start off, uh-huh. uh, you went from two words suck it to one word soft, which uh-huh. is the hilarious to me if you consider the context. Um, <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> then you have, like, you have, like, pre-commercial, you have, like, like Enzo getting beaten down, mm-hmm. and then you come back... And it's Cass, and then Enzo gets tagged in, like, right again, right? No, the other way. The other way, sorry, yeah. And it's just like, what happened? No, we just, he was just in. Mm, yeah. And then you find out, oh, they cut half this match out. Yep. So, I hate, we've talked about this, I hate when they do this. Yep. Don't do this. Yeah. I didn't like this match. Yeah. I didn't like it because Samoa Joe did the same finish that John Cena did against Rollins. Rollins hits the frog splash. Cena eats the whole move, rolls backwards, hits an AA, and it's over. Mm. I did. I don't. That sucks. That does suck. You're 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 devaluing the move. This rocket launcher move is Enzo and Cass's finish. Yeah. You just ate it. You rolled through. You hit your finish and your partner's finish. It was like, it was weird. And I get that it's Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. And he's supposed to be this unstoppable force. I, I guess, but it, like, it's not like they've really booked him that way. It just, it really struck me as like, well, yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, let's do that. 
Yeah, just catch, like, I'll, like, land on you, and then, like, you roll backwards, and then we'll just go to, like, the finish. Yeah, dude, that'll be cool. Yeah, man, that's so cool. It didn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it it didn't. And, and like, I feel really torn because you shouldn't have booked this match. Uh-huh. Why would you have two of your biggest faces as, like, Acting as heels. I But, like, like, Joe and Balor were heels in this match. Yeah, it just... I don't get it. I don't like what they're doing with Enzo and Cass. I don't need them to be NXT tag champions. Yeah. And and maybe they just need a lot more work and we don't know it. Yep. But don't have them eating all these losses. Or maybe that's the point. They want, they're eating all these losses to have a redemption story. Like, I guess. I that That's what they do. NXT books redemption stories really well. So maybe it's that. Yeah. Just seems weird. Um, backstage, Gargano and Ciampa in an interview saying, hey, we're going to fucking, we rule, hey. And then Tyler Reese comes out and he says, hey, Johnny Gargano, you got a match later with uh, Apollo Crews. Guess what? I'm going to take out Tommaso Ciampa and beat you up real bad. Dick. Oh, dude. What the fuck? Asuka video package. Uh, the song, her song is fucking cool. Yep. I like Asuka. I'm really mm-hmm. excited to see what she can do here. I agree. Uh, Johnny Gargano against Apollo Crews. Really fast-paced match at the beginning. Gargano hits an apron spear, uh, locks in an abdominal stretch, and then goes for the, uh, the Listo kick. Uh, school or the uh, yeah the schoolboy roll through to the kick of the face, mm-hmm. which I really like. Uh, Cruz hits a deadlift suplex, which I really liked. There's a gorilla press uh, slam and then a moonsault. Uh, Paulo Cruz hasn't done enough. Like he hasn't done enough. Uh, hopefully, with the Cruz versus Breeze match, it allows him to open up, but it probably won't. Both of these guys, like Cruz and Breeze, wrestle the same style of match, hmm. which is. Get the shit kicked out of me for some minutes, and then hit a sequence and win. Yeah, that is how all these Apollo Cruz matches are. So all these Tyler Breeze matches are. What are they gonna do? They, I mean, they can both wrestle. I mean, we absolutely because we've definitely seen Breeze put on a clinic with like uh, Tyson Kidd. Or Adrian Neville. Yeah, even even Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah, that was a great match. Mm-hmm. And you and we all know what Cruz can do from the Indies. So maybe they've just been keeping him reserved because why you know why make him put it out? But that's the one thing I hate about WWE. It's like you don't need to save everything. Yeah, like save save the innovative big spots that you don't get for a pay per view, but let them wrestle their matches. Because you go to a PWG show and you're you're bound to see Chris Hero do you know his same sequences and do a cravat and do whatever that you're used to seeing him do, but he'll in between that put on really interesting sequences and technical chain matches and really fun like interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think WWE just it's all spot 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 spot. Yeah. So it's a it's kind of a letdown, but. We'll I agree. I, I hope that Apollo Crews has a really big showing at, at TakeOver because I think so far it's been kind of underwhelming. Mm-hmm. But that's just me personally. Um, backstage, Regal shows Dana Brooke and Emma an Asuka video. Uh, Dana versus Asuka at the pay-per-view. Uh, Dana says she looks like a Hynina. And then <laughs> Emma... And then Emma just goes, yeah, she says it like that. Emma is the funniest person in WWE by a fucking mile. Uh-huh. Hi- yeah, she, she she looked like a hyena. Yeah, she says it like that. Like, <laughs> oh my God. So fucking awesome. Yep. I really like that. Uh, they they watch the video. They look scared of the video. Emma just says, good luck, and leaves. She just bails. She just says, oh, good, good luck. <laughs> She's gone. Ta-ta. I love it. Uh, I I really... I thought this was a fun segment. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a fun little segment. I, I really enjoyed this, actually. Yeah. You know what my next favorite segment is? Hmm. Nia uh, Jax. She's coming someday. Here she comes. Guys, here comes Nia Jax. Oh, she's probably going to be there. The eventually, first, eventually. The first NXT after respect. Here she is. Maybe someday. Or, or she Here she comes. Debuting. Eventually. She's gonna do it. Uh, Oscar punches and kicks a bag. Okay. Scary. Yep. Emma, Emma and Dana against Peyton, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 Billy Kay. Uh, lots of pin combos and, uh, to open the match. Uh, Peyton and Billy tagging in and out, doing tandem kicks. Thought that was cool. Uh, 
Billy Kay with a stall suplex. Fucking cool. That was awesome. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Billy gets beat down. Lots of heat on Billy. There's a hot tag to Peyton. Uh, there's kicks all over the place by Peyton. Peyton goes to like the top rope or like the middle rope or something and like slips. And then everybody's lost. Yeah. It was like, ah, you, this was almost, you did it almost. And then uh, everyone was lost and it ends with uh, Fireman's Carry Michinoku Driver by uh, Dana, who looks like a hyena. Um, that's it. Any notes from that match? No, not really. It wasn't a... Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, worst gear in NXT. Yeah, but, you know, so everyone had bad gear when they started. It's true. So It's true. If you remember Bailey's original gear, it was like... I, I mean, it's just like, I get that it's developmental, and I get that you have, like, it's just, this gear is, like, so generic looking. Mm-hmm. It is it is the black trunks. Like, what, what men's wrestling, like, just straight black trunks are, mm-hmm. it like for men it is what they are wearing for women because it is just the most bland yeah nothing sparkly like blue or green or orange like colored nope the yeah uh chad gable and jason jordan promo uh devin told call call jason jordan jj and chad gable's response to that is oh dude so sick <laughs> so awesome uh, they're so funny together. They're really funny. Uh, Dawson and Wilder come in and interrupt, and they say, hey, we're going to beat you up, you jamokes. And then they everybody talks trash. Um, and then Devin bails. Yep. Se- second bail of the night. Lots of bails. Uh, I really enjoyed this promo. I uh-huh. thought it was the best promo, best segment of the night, because uh-huh. I love Chad Gable. Hell yeah. And I love Jason Jordan. Uh-huh. Brian texted me the other night. Yeah. I don't want to forget this. No. Brian texted me the other night and said, like, okay, yeah, I didn't want to forget this. What did you text me? Chugga, 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 J. Joe. So remember that. So remember, hey, guys, so remember that. So when you're uh, using your Photoshops to make uh, Thomas the Tank Engine uh, look like Chad Gable. Uh-huh. And, and then, you make and then, Sir Tuppen Hat uh-huh. look like J. Joe. Uh-huh. Uh, you just go ahead and send that to uh, GoHomeShow at Mega64.com. Tweet it at us at GoHomeShow and then also tweet it at them. So <laughs> Please tweet it at them with the hashtag Chaga 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 J. Joe. You're all aboard the train, man. Yep. That's what happens when you're ready, willing, and gable. Just at work going up, going up the escalator and it pops into my head and go, I can't forget this. I need to make sure I tell Eric. Text it to me right away. Ch- the, just, you have no cadence. There's no speech. There's no nothing. It's it's a text. Chaga, 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 J. Joe. I got it immediately. Very upset. <laughs> Very upset. Fucking stupid. It's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see where the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Invitational Tournament goes. Yeah. Ciampa versus Breeze. Um, Tommaso Ciampa nearly kills a man. <laughs> The professional wrestling match. It's awesome. It is an elbows and knees clinic. The crowd is so fucking exhausted. And it, like, doesn't matter. They're so into this. Tommaso Ciampa is fucking killing Tyler Breeze in this match. If you're not going to watch NXT, because a lot of it, you know, whatever. You can skip. Please watch this match. I had a very good time with this match. Lots of rolls and pins at the beginning. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa chops the shit oh my God. out of Tyler Breeze. Huge chops. They're giant. Hits a corner running knee, then a running elbow, then a lowered knee pad running knee. He just keeps striking. He hits a rope hung flatliner. He picks up Tyler Breeze for a flatliner. Elevates the legs, like tosses him over. To like the top rope so his feet are hung and then hits a flatliner. That should be a finisher. That move is so sick. Mm-hmm. Like, Tommaso Ciampa came out and he's like, gotta put on my best show. Gotta put on my best show. Hey, hey man, you put on your best show. It was, it was a lot Tom- of fun. And honestly, kudos to Breeze yeah. for going out there and letting Ciampa get all of his shit in. Yeah. Because he didn't have to. He could have gone out there and just squashed the dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tommaso Ciampa fucking destroyed people. I love his look. I love his demeanor. I love his strikes. I love Tommaso Ciampa. The guy's a fucking monster. You're a maniac. Um, 
Tommaso Ciampa goes for an axe handle off the top rope, but he gets caught by a uh, dropkick, and then Tyler Breeze wins with an unprettier. Yeah, which I don't think should be his finish, but no. it should definitely be a move that he uses to yep. win. Yep. Because, great name yep. for, for somebody like him. Exactly. I, mean, I guess you can't call it an unprettier, but... Yeah, you can. Why not? Christian changed the name to the Kill Switch. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. There, there you go. go. Uh, Corbin Rhino backstage promo. Somebody tweeted at us and said... Uh, Hey, when you guys watch this, just look at them like they're uh, like a dad and his son going to the grocery store. And it's like, whoa! It's <laughs> exactly what that looked like. That's right. It really, really did. Who's the dad? Rhino, maybe. I guess. They both look old. Uh, Bailey and Sasha video package rounds out NXT. What did you think of the video package? What did you think of NXT? The, the only word I had for that video package was emotional and great story. I like the only word, guys. Well, the only the word, only word was emotional, and also the other two words were great in story. Yes. Well, really, the only word that I had written down was emotional, but I do love the story that they had there. <laughs> um, no, I just everything about this is great. Every, the fact that they're going to main event a whatever, I don't care that it's NXT. They're main eventing yep. a special fucking event on yep. WWE Network tonight yep that to me i want to watch good wrestling we've said this a million times uh-huh. on this show uh-huh. all i want to do is watch good wrestling yep these women always put on great matches right and like it doesn't it doesn't matter that they're girls it just matters that they're putting on a show that has a great story yep. with emotional ties to it it makes you feel involved like that, exactly that's all I want in wrestling, mm-hmm. that's why we loved Lucha Underground so yep. much. Yep. And that's why we're going to love it when it comes back next year. Yeah, no kidding. And it's just nice. I heard they, I heard they started taping. Yeah. It's it's nice to see that it's it's not just one part of the brand that's being developed. For me, it's nice to see that WWE is still capable of something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> because they don't do it on like their main show. I apologize for that burp. You might get a whiff of that and it's... Sorry. Um... That's empty stomach beers right there. Uh, it's nice to see that they're still capable of something uh, emotionally tugging. Uh, that's it. Yeah. So, NXT. How do you feel about a TakeOver? Uh, I'm, I mean, it doesn't matter about anything else at TakeOver. All I care about is the 30-minute Iron Man match. Yeah, pretty that's, much. That's, I mean, honestly, I know the rest of the card is going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. We're yep. going to have a good time. I just, I can't wait for that match. I'm trying to keep my expectations so tempered. Yeah. Because I don't want to expect, you know, like, the greatest thing ever. I feel like I'll get it anyway. Uh-huh. But I don't, I just want to keep them right down here. I understand. And we'll see what happens. Yep. Yep, yep. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. Let's get into Raw. Wow, great. Uh, Lesnar-Heyman promo. They come out, and uh, Lesnar and Heyman talk about all sorts of things. How they beat up the big show. How he's oblivious. Etc. They talk about The Undertaker and how he's not going to escape Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. They show some recap videos. Big Show comes out and interrupts. Why? Big Show says, I was this close oh, to beating I you. I was this close to beating you. Hey, Brian? Mm-hmm. No, he fucking wasn't. No, he wasn't at all. No, he wasn't. Not at all. Um, Big Show says, I can say that you're the better man. And then puts his hand up for a handshake. Brock Lesnar laughs at him and walks away. Fucking great. Uh, Big Show says some mean words. So uh, Brock Lesnar comes back in, hits an overhead belly to belly, and an F5. Done. So you didn't even have to watch the Madison Square Garden event because you got everything you wanted yep. right here in the opening segment of Raw. There you were. Ta-da. Any notes on that? Uh, that was that that part where uh, Lesnar snubs Big Show Yeah, was one of, I would say, three things that were worth a damn or interesting at all, uh-huh. on Monday Night Raw. There you go. Uh, moving on. Rollins and stuff backstage. Rollins, Rollins is supposed to team with the Big Show against the Dudley Boys, but he wants his tag match canceled because there's no way the Big Show can compete now. And uh, Stephanie says, figure it out. Because Seth Rollins is the face? I don't... I don't get what we're doing with Seth Rollins. I don't get what we're doing... I don't even care about Seth Rollins. He's there. He's a heel. Yeah. That's established. Right. What the fuck is going on with Poochie and his wife? I don't get that. Mom and Dad, figure it out. Because I'm upset. Either don't be on the show, Mm -hmm. 
Which, please stop being on the show. Yep. Or be on the show and be... Consistent? Consistent with your, your like, product, which your product is supposed to be Seth Rollins. Uh-huh. So, here's the, here's the thing that I don't like. I don't like that they're wishy-washy face and heels. Yep. And I don't like that they're putting this ultimatum on Kane, which we find out later in the night, that if he doesn't win, he's no longer director of operations. Oh, I'm sorry. You are mistaken. If the Demon Kane loses, mm. then corporate Kane is relieved of his duties. All right. So are we going to have an imposter Kane who comes in and ensures that Kane I hope wins? so. I hope Luke Gallows comes back as imposter Kane. I hope he comes back with the same wig. <laughs> I was so frizzy. All uh, I'm saying is I liked the idea of, and I hate to go to the internet for this one, of Libertarian Kane uh-huh. uh, as Corporate Kane. I love that because it was a very, like, general manager approach that wasn't, like, invested. Yeah. It was, I want my brand to be good. I want everyone to, to succeed and be better. Mm-hmm. And I liked that aspect, and they bring it back a little bit tonight in a promo they have later on in the in the in the night. But why not just let that be what it is? And Stephanie and uh, and Triple H can just be their own thing. Like they can come by every so often and like kind of set things straight yeah. if they want to do that. But it, it's like, are you heels, right, or are you faces? Mm-hmm. So I don't. You keep putting the guy who you want to have the championship in situations where he can easily lose it (laughs) because he's so handicapped. And they're just telling him, deal with it. Okay. Why do I care? Yep. I'm, uh, like, I always want Seth Rollins to win, just in general, because I think he's great, but I want him to win because I'm like, well, the odds are fucking stacked against you. Yep. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me. Reigns, Ambrose, and Orton versus the Wyatts. I thought this match was okay. Orton pokes Braun Strowman's eye. There's a double shoulder tackle, and they, uh, <coughs> the three faces take him to the outside of the ring. Ambrose dives from the inside to the outside. He's caught and then tossed. What'd you think of that? That was pretty cool, actually. <laughs> it was fucking insane. Uh, there's a rebound clothesline by uh, Dean Ambrose, and he just does not, it does not go well. Nope. He hits it. Strowman just eats it. Uh, Dean Ambrose goes down. Sorry, dude. There's a uh, hot tag to Randy Orton. Uh, eventually, there's an RKO to Harper and then a spear to Harper as well. I don't know. Any other notes from that match? Oh, at the end of the match, uh, after the faces win, uh-huh. Roman Reigns gets on the microphone and he goes, After hell in the cell... We're done. Oh, thank fucking God. And the only thing I could write is, do you promise? Because <laughs> I need this to be over. <laughs> I don't want to see this anymore. Uh, please don't do this anymore. Why are we doing this again for the, what, fourth time? So many times. No, more than that, because it was WrestleMania since WrestleMania. So many times. Don't care anymore. I it wasn't interesting the first time you did it. Uh-huh. But it's okay. We have the most interesting match of the night next. Adrian Neville against Sheamus. Bad News Barrett's on commentary. Uh Bad News Barrett goes, Oh, there's a there's a bee in your hat and then it's a distraction for Adrian Neville, who eats a broke kick in about twenty two seconds. Why even book this match? Because Barrett's back, dude. And what's he gonna do? You're gonna care. Is he gonna feud with Neville? I guess. You're gonna care. I hope so. You gotta care. You have to hurry up and care. Okay. Hurry! I'll try. Hurry! I'll try my hardest with all of the shit I've been given. (laughs) King comes out and cuts a promo. He's gonna be Rollins' partner tonight. Uh, Rollins interrupts and he does not like that. Stephanie interrupts and says the New England Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl because she's a heel. Right? Well, she's also from Connecticut, so it makes sense. Does it? Does it make sense that you would go out there and say the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl? Only if you're breaking kayfabe, (laughs) which they decided to do several times tonight. Yep. Uh... All I can focus on in this entire promo is that Kane missed the spot while he was shaving, like, right here on his lip. <laughs> so there's just this stubble sitting above his lip, and I it killed me. 
I don't... Oh, excuse me. I don't understand why Stephanie would come out and start rooting for the Patriots. Why? Fucking why? Again, aside from her personal association to being from New Haven, or whatever. Whatever. Yep. Uh, she also says if Kane loses, he's out of WWE. He relieves his duties. That's it. Rollins Triple H promo. There's Poochie. Do, do, what was it? Do unto others. Before, or, before they do unto you. You know the old saying. That's the old saying. Thanks, Poochie. That's the old saying, Poochie. Natty versus Paige. Probably like the longest match of the night. <laughs> it was. Uh, and nothing happened in the match. No. A lot of back and forth to get going. Paige slows it down. She gets control. She's headlocks, headlocks, headlocks. Uh, Natty starts getting her shit in. Elbows and knees and kicks and dives and all sorts of everything. Uh, there's a sharpshooter by Natty, but uh, Paige gets to the ropes. There's a uh, kick catch by Natty, who catches Peg's leg. Peg's leg. <laughs> Paige's leg. And uh, locks in the sharpshooter, and Paige taps. PTO. Paige tap out. Backstage, PCB, they're watching it, and uh, Charlotte goes, yeah, I'm just focusing on Nikki on Sunday, or whatever. So, Paige is out of here. Don't know. No idea. There you go, right? It was weird. Uh, some people were saying online that maybe, like, Paige got injured halfway through the match. I don't believe that. I think it was the match how it was. I thought this match was fine. I didn't yeah. have any problems with it. I thought it was a thought it was an okay match. I'm happy to see Natalia back because she can actually wrestle. So mm-hmm. now she has people to wrestle against. Right. It's going to be fun to actually see her open up and, and do that. Yep. Because, man, she's really technically sound. Uh, next we get a Ryback promo. Oh, great. What did you think of the Ryback promo? Um... I was paying attention. <laughs> Owens versus Sin Cara. Owens locks in a headlock at the beginning. Uh, Sin Cara runs wild. Sin Cara flies but eats a super kick in midair. And there's a pop-up powerbomb by Kevin Owens. Post-match attack on Kalisto stopped by the Ryback. That's that. Owens is incredible. Uh-huh. His ferocity is one of his best attributes. Right. His mouth is so sharp. Uh-huh. He, he gets a... He gets a one count and yells, that was three. He did that twice. He is so much fucking fun and a breath of fresh air that even in a three-minute Sinkara squash, it was fun to watch because he moves so well. Yep. I agree. I love him so fucking much. Yep. This was my second favorite part of the night. There you go. Post-match attack on Kalisto. He's going for the apron powerbomb. Ryback comes out and makes the save. I want to see Kalisa versus Owens. Hey, that'll be fun. I really do. That'll be a lot of fun, because yep. Owens can wrestle that kind of match. Owens is one of the best wrestlers I've ever watched in the ring. Yep. Absolutely, hands down. Uh, next, we have a segment that I don't fully understand. I don't... If you guys get what happened here, can you tweet at us or something? At Go Home Show on Twitter. Stephanie's backstage on her phone. The New Day comes through. They're playing trombone and they're and they're saying Stephanie, Stephanie. She's a which is immediately met with I don't have time for this, and then Xavier Woods is gonna blow a horn <laughs> in her face or whatever like oh funny, and she says if you blow that one time I'm gonna send you to a place that makes Suplex City look like a preschool or something like that. Um, so what is what is this? Is she the heel? What is this? Or is she the face? This didn't help anyone. This didn't help anyone at all. What was this? Why are we doing this? Why have this segment? Aside from announcing the match, what she could have had Michael Cole do? It just doesn't make any sense. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't know. New Day versus Dudley's at Helena Cell is also made. There's a breast cancer segment where John Cena and Roman Reigns are the two people in the ring. Huh? Think that says anything? Uh, this was probably one of my least favorite parts, if not my least favorite part of tonight, aside from the, this Stephanie face heel confusion. Right. Let's stop. Let's fucking full stop fucking break to the max. Let's 
hit the brakes so hard people fly out of their seats, hit the windshield, <laughs> and fly fucking back. Don't boo me right now because right now I'm going to sell you on buying this fucking breast cancer shit. Uh-huh. Fuck you. You're putting on a show. Don't do this. Uh-huh. I'm not this stupid. This whole show, Raw, uh-huh. especially for the last uh-huh. three weeks, has been, you're dumb, as a viewer, and you know what? I'm starting to think I am, because I keep watching. Don't do this to me. I want to get, like, you have people who want to be into this product. Right. And all you're doing is going, you're dumb, you don't, you're not, you're not going to see what we're doing here. We're baiting and switching. Mm. We're, we're chucking and jiving. We're, you don't even know what we're doing. We're we're dribbling between the legs. No, you're not. No, you're fucking not. You're not getting. You're not pulling no wool over these eyes. Awesome. Stop it. Yep. Me. That made me so mad. I understand. Very mad. Yeah. I get it. Dudley's versus Rollins and Kane. Uh, Bubba Ray and Rollins get into it at the beginning. Second rope neckbreaker by Devon. There's a blind tag by Kane. So now Kane's in. And uh, I thought, wow, he sure can run the ropes with a hurt ankle. Oh, never mind. He, uh, he, he hurts his ankle. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's running those ropes. Oh, he hurt his ankle. Okay. So I'm pretending. Okay, cool. Got it. All right, I'm pretending. I'm pretending. Okay. Um, Kane's ankle. I don't. This is like, I'm so upset. I don't care about this. Rollins, the uh, they beat up on Rollins. King goes to the back. Rollins doesn't want him to go to the back, but he goes to the back. The Dudley say get the tables. Rollins kicks. The Dudleys get the table. They hold the table on the apron. Rollins kicks, drop kicks the table while they're like holding it out in front of him, like on the apron. Why is that a DQ? It's, it never has been. Never ever. Ta-da. Never. Why is it? Why is that a DQ? Well, it never has been. Why can the timekeeper stop the match? Well, he can't. Okay, but these things happened. Now we just need an explanation. Nah, it doesn't matter. Got it. I'm not this fucking stupid. Got it. I'm not... I don't... I don't buy this. Yep. Kane is injured? No, he's not. Kane is handcuffed? No, he's not. Why handcuff Kane at all? He's got hurt ankle. What? He broke out of it immediately. Yeah, he did. That was like really fast. Immediately. He wasn't even out there for longer than like a minute mm-hmm. handcuffed. Yep. Why handcuff him at all? Because Rollins has to overcome the odds. As, you know, as the heel. Yeah, by getting pinned clean. <laughs> uh... So they get the table spots, they kick the DQ. That's it. Um, Kane comes out and attacks. He attacks Rollins, gives him a choke slam, gives him a tombstone. Your fucking, your champion looks like a fool. Yep. And it's not in a way that's like character building. Yep. He just looks like a chump. He does. You're right. Uh, And that's pretty consistent with everything that's been going on. Totally booked like a chump. So, there you go. I hate it, because he's so much better than this. Yep. Uh, oh, also, Rollins gets uh, chokeslammed through a table. What a chump. Hell yeah. Team Bad versus the Bellas. Team Bad comes out first, and uh, Sasha cuts a promo that is... Uh, it's so town to be good out back oh, here. Oh, man. Oh, Sasha. Poor Sasha. Whatever, we forgive you. Awesome crowd reaction for it's her. Awesome uh, they have they have like a little video thing of like, oh look, the Bellas and Team Bad got into a confrontation outside. Okay. The Bellas come out and interrupt Sasha's promo. Lots of heel heat saying, we love the Yankees, and they're in Boston. That's all it takes. Um, double team, uh, there, there's lots of double knees. I like the double team knees where uh, somebody's hung up in the apron, or I'm sorry, on the uh, turnbuckle. And then Naomi pulled them out, and then Sasha did her double knees to them. I thought that was very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, heat on Naomi through most of the match. There's a hot tag to Sasha. She runs wild. 
there's a Divas Daisy Chain, which is like everyone hit your finishers kind of as fast as you can. Because that'll be it. Yep. Not much is really going on here. Nope. Um, uh, Sasha Banks hits the bank statement on Alicia Fox. I don't... I Stop talking about the Divas Revolution. No. They're, it's, no. Uh, because it's do not say. No. Did, did, which is what they... You're thinking of a movement. So you, movement goes a certain distance and then it stops, you see. Mm-hmm. A revolution gets its name by always coming back around in your face. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just a buzzword. You tried to kill me, you son of a bitch. Fuck this. So yeah. welcome to the revolution. I hate this. I hate it so much because when you have good wrestling uh-huh. and you main event... A WWE pay-per-view, special mm-hmm. event, whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't have to call it the Divas Revolution. You just call it wrestling. Yep. And you call it the Divas Revolution over and over and over. You're you're making it a buzzword to make people turn their eyes to it. Yep. Ain't working. It's not working because it's not being supported by any action. Yep. Do not say. No. That, that No, because have you seen Attack of the Clones, the best Star Wars movie? Uh-huh. Where uh, Anakin just explains stuff that happened? I'm very happy I don't know what you're talking about. He just explained that oh, movie. I went to this village, and I just felt like the darkness didn't Oh, over. God, yeah, now I remember. Yeah, the movie God. sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do, do, do or do not, there is no try. So awesome. Oh, so there we have it. Renee backstage... Interviewing Team CB. Nothing really to say here. Woo. Um. <laughs> Summer and Rusev are in the ring. No, it's just Summer. Oh, that's right. She calls out Rusev. Yeah, Ruru. Ruru comes down, and Summer says that Summer is over, but it's just getting started, and then proposes marriage. Summer is underrated, and it is the, it is so sad. Uh, she is always supported, and made better every person she's managed. Yep, one hundred percent. Whether it was Fondango, yep, or now she, Rusev, she gets into the character and everything. She does her best, and, and I respect her for that. Mm-hmm. She does a really good job too. If if you're watching it, if you actually care, it's actually really entertaining. They just don't give it time. Oh. Weird. That's crazy. Yeah, fuck your mid card. Uh, Summer shows a video to Rusev that's like uh, pretty high school. I liked it. It was oh my god, that was one of the best video packages I've seen all year. Yep, that was so incredibly fun. So she proposes. I don't know what the angle is here. I don't really understand where they're going, which is fine. But also, I don't care. I don't get it. Well, you have Rusev. Oh, Rusev. Okay, so she proposes, and Rusev says, we're not getting married until I have gold. And then you have gold on your finger. Is he winning a championship? Is that happening? Well, who's he chasing? Nobody. Exactly. So he'll win the U.S. championship because it means the least? He's already been U.S. champion. Yep, and he's going to do it again with Summer. Hot, obedient Summer. It's great. Cena comes out and cuts a uh, title promo. I am the champion. You want some? Come get some, fuckers. Ziggler's music hits. Whoa. He doesn't come out for a little while. For a little while. For a little while. And a little longer. And a little longer. And then the New Day drags his carcass from backstage. They're, like, not happy. I don't know. They're not happy. They want another shot. They should be the U.S. champions. Big E versus John Cena. Hell yeah. I like it. Yes. Um, Cena lands on his head on a back suplex. That looked bad. Uh, Cena does his step spot where somebody like throws him into steps or he just misses something and goes into the steps. Right. There is an attitude adjustment, but the, uh, New Day pulls down Big E, so there's no attitude adjustment. Uh When they pull him down, they get ejected. Yeah. The finish came shortly after. It was very fast. Yeah. It was very, very fast. So why have them be ejected? But whatever. So they got ejected, and then there's, uh, Big E goes for the trombone attack, 
He's going to hit him with a trombone. Mm-hmm. Nope. John Cena wins. Yeah. Guys, don't worry. John Cena wins. Don't worry. After the match, all the New Day gets in the ring and beats the shit out of John Cena. Then Ziggler comes down to make the save and they beat the shit out of Ziggler. Then the Dudleys come down to make the save and they beat the shit out of the Dudleys. And the New Day looks strong as fuck. Yes. They hit Trouble in Paradise twice. They hit a Midnight Hour. Awesome. This was my third favorite part of Raw. There you go. These were the only three things about Raw worth watching. Yep. Brock Lesnar snubbing Big Show. Mm Mm-hmm. And Owens being ferocious. Yep. And New Day ending the show very strong in a very legitimate way. Yep. Three hours, three good things. (laughs) Kind of tired of Raw. I am really, I'm just, I don't get it. When you have something to compete against, why not be better? Mm -hmm. I called it lazy booking and lazy programming. I don't even know if it's that. Yep. It's like, it's just giving up before you even try. Pretty much. Pretty much. Hey guys, guess what? We did it. We made it. It's episode 80 of the Go Home Show. The title of this episode will be the shortest episode because it's under an hour. Yeah. Can you believe it? There's one guy who's like, no! Everyone else is like, oh, fucking great. God. Holy shit. Guys, we did it. Episode 80. It's in the books. What was the song that you and Andrew were singing that sounded like a Flight of the Valkyrie? Oh, it was Livewire. How does it go? You guys, are, you guys are fucking stupid. You guys don't know how to make guitar sounds. Jesus no. Christ. I know how to make guitar sounds. Okay. That's how my roommate uh-huh. makes guitar sounds on uh-huh. his own, and then I'm making fun of him. Yep. Because I'm sitting in the living room, and I hear... From across the house... And he doesn't stop. For five minutes, that's all he does while I'm playing Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain. Yep. Yep. Hey, to, in order to keep it the shortest podcast, we shouldn't talk about this, but we're going to do it. All right, let's go for it. Ready? Madison Square Garden Show, what'd you think? I uh, thought, on a whole, it was a lot of fun to watch. A show that was entirely focused around wrestling. Yep. I thought the booking was really good uh, overall, and I thought the uh, I thought the semi-main was better than the main. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Rollins and Cena was okay. Show and Lesnar was a lot of fun. Um, the Divas match was fucking awful. Uh, Paige doesn't know how to be a heel or something. I don't really get it. She used to. Used to. A lot of used tos. Dudley's, uh, lost. Or I guess they technically won. But they don't have the titles. It, It was okay. It was a house show and I had a good time with it. It was weird. It felt more like a Raw from the 1990s than anything else Mm -hmm. and for that reason it was a lot of a lot more entertaining um and i think the the thing that i had decided on when we were talking about it uh we were both saying it just had a feel of the of the people in it having a good time yeah and being genuine yep uh randy orton at the end of his match was so much fun yep everybody was so much fun and not in the way that we always make fun of oh these uh, like they have fun no, they were fun. They were actually fun. They were enjoying themselves because they could be themselves, and I think WWE uh, too often just yep. throws a gimmick at somebody, and that's what you have to be, mm-hmm. and you don't get to personalize it, Yep, and it sucks. There you have it. Madison, and that's what we think of the Madison Square Garden show. We did it. Don't wear my hats. Oh, oh man. Sorry. <sighs> Go Home Show episode 80. No! They lost. Oh, Go Home Show episode 80. Of the Go Home Show, it's in the books. We did it. Guys, we did it. The shortest episode, but that's okay. Because they can't all be good. And so far, there's been one good one. It's episode 32. Go back and listen to it. Brian? Yes? What did uh, what did you think of your week of professional wrestling? I thought my week of professional wrestling uh, did not lead up to anything that meant any, <laughs> any, there you any substance. Yep. I thought that it was a throwaway week Mm -hmm. and it's been a throwaway month for wrestling aside from NXT and uh, I'm very excited to to watch uh, TakeOver Respect. Yep, TakeOver Respect I think is going to be a lot of fun. So now we did it. Episode 80 of the Gome Show is in the books. 
Guys, if you want to get a hold of us at Go Home Show on Twitter, Facebook.com slash the Go Home Show, the Go Home Show.tumblr.com, Go Home Show at Mega64. Uh, you can always hit us up on uh, iTunes. Any kind of iTunes thing that you say, we'll definitely respond to however the fuck we do that. Uh, just write us a five star review and say, hey guys, I have a question, and then write your question. Because who gets reviews like that? Us. Fuckers. YouTube.com slash Eric Bedore is where you can watch the video version of this podcast, uh, but twitch.tv slash Eric Bedore is where you can watch it live on uh, Tuesday, which is what we're doing now. But uh, Brian, we did it. Episode 80. It's in the books. Book it. Uh, any any uh, final thoughts, parting words for these fine folks? I want to say shouts out to, to our homeboy taking out uh, those cool signs to SmackDown, and just uh, when you're there, uh, please chant, Go Home Show! Go home show. Go home show.